The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. If you're like many people out there, you may feel bombarded with so much that's going on, and it almost sometimes can feel as if the world is against us, or if it's going out of control, just completely spinning. Oftentimes it's difficult to understand how to remain healthy in unhealthy experiences that seem to show up, or how to find the equilibrium or the security, or just the relief from the stress of our daily lives. You might be one of those people that is eating the books off the shelf just trying to find the answer, or perhaps you're attending every workshop that comes along. Maybe you're shopping yourself to death or eating yourself out of your frustration or perhaps using some other methods. Well, there's some key things to understand right now, and that's that we are being affected by an evolutionary process that is moving through specific stages. And this is going to come with much relief to you because so often we think things are random and there's finally an answer that's saying, no, this is an actual process and stages that we're all going through that's causing an energetic frequency of our body, our emotions, and our mind to accelerate. And because this rising frequency of energy parallels your level of awareness, you are gradually becoming more aware. You're becoming more sensitive, and you are taking on the qualities of a visionary, of an empath, and of a loving whole human being. But the biggest challenge over the next few years will be discovering how to work with this sensitivity and to be able to keep those personal vibrations clear so that you can use your frequency to live a successful life in the coming times. I'm really excited about tonight's conversation because I think it is one that needs to be spoken that has not been put forth in this way. And it comes from a pioneer in the field of intuition development who leads us into new territory. Because we are exploring now the dynamics of energy, personal resonance, and the accelerating ultra-sensitivity. Penny Pierce shows us how to simply shift in frequency is often all that it takes to change depression to peace, to change fear to enthusiasm, and snag situations into magical results. She is an author of many books 
and Frequency has been published in many languages, and I just thoroughly enjoyed reading every single word on every single page and can't wait to dig in and discuss this so that you can share in some of this information and run out and get your copy of Frequency. Welcome, Penny, to 1111 Talk Radio. Oh, thank you so much. That's got to be the best introduction I think I've ever had in my whole life. (laughs) Well, you know, you just vibed up my Frequency with this book. I'm just buzzing because there's, there's so many answers here, and I just got so excited for what the listeners are going to take, um, hopefully from the small segments that we can share in this, in this episode, but when they run out and get the book, because so many people are seeking those answers and wondering, why is this chaos showing up in my life? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, you know, I've been an intuitive for a, many, many years, and using my intuition to sort of not only do readings for people, but look under the surface of what seems to be going on in the world to find, I call it the inner blueprint or the underlying patterns in things. And if I can find those underlying patterns, then often that gives a sense of where things might go and, you know, how things are going to, um, you know, come to pass. So, you know, I've been watching trends for years, and this is partly where I, I really got all the information about the transformation process. Because I think anybody who's been working on themselves, you know, you've been experiencing an acceleration year after year after year. And even if you haven't been on a spiritual path, you know, you realize time seems to be speeding up, right? And and everything seems to be going faster. And that is creating a lot of problems for people. Well, and we are leaving the information age and entering more of an intuition age. And that word vibration is one of those words that's kind of out there that everyone kind of thinks they know what it means, but they don't quite know how to use it. And you speak about a personal vibration that we all have and that that if it is faster, that we're vibrating higher. And if it is slower, then we are going to end up finding those snags and disappointments in life. Talk a little bit about that. I would say that... To back up a step before that, it's that the the vibration of the whole earth and the physical world is increasing, and that means our bodies are, are part of the world. You know, they're physical. So the vibration inside of us is accelerating. And that means that we start to raise up in vibration. We go from basically from fear and contraction and separation to more of an increasing experience of uh, flow and that we're interconnected, that uh, we actually are not just solid bodies, but we're actually made of energy vibrating, that everything vibrates, you know, at different levels. You know, a rock is slower than, uh, than our bodies are. And it's not that slower vibrations are negative, uh, but they're in a certain way less conscious, you know. Uh, and so, what I have been feeling here is that we have a tendency to match other people's vibrations. We're kind of tribal, you know. We're, our bodies are a lot like tuning forks. I loved it, how you talked about that in the book. That we are like those tuning forks, and what shows up, we kind of resonate to that, unless yes. we're more conscious. We do frequency matching without even really realizing it. You know, so it's kind of a way to to make connections with people, but we're in a habit of doing it very unconsciously. So that when you're not really in yourself and being the way you choose to be, if you're 
not choosing to feel a certain way, then you will inadvertently match maybe people who are in a bad mood or feeling like victims or, you know, complaining. And you might have started off in a good mood in the morning and then you get around these kind of negative people and you've lowered your own vibration and you don't feel so good. You know, and that's just a simple example of this, that our personal vibration is kind of the the level at which we're vibrating in any given moment. And it can vary quite a bit depending on what you put your attention on. So if you're looking to the outside world and other people and trying to get along and match people and not alienate people and be pleasing, well, then you could easily be tossed around by life, you know, and up and down and all around. But there's another vibration, I call it the home frequency, that is sort of the vibration of your soul in the body. It's, it's when you feel really good about yourself and you like yourself and you're proud of yourself and you're, you're having a kind of a deep sense of pleasure and uh, joy. And we all have those moments where we can remember those things. And, and both of these exist it. at the same time, but it's the one that we're most focused towards that is actually resonating more strongly out in the earth and creating what we're attracting? Yes, it's what we put our attention on. We match it. So if you put your attention in the outside world on other people, you're going to match that. If you put your attention inside yourself and look for identity inside, you'll find your home frequency, which is your true core self, your true vibration. And that feels good. And it's very steady, and it doesn't change. It's eternal. It's, you know, think of it as the light coming out of a baby's eyes. You know, it's just this beautiful, you know, makes you laugh. It makes you want to open up your heart. And so what I'm trying to say in the book is that we have a choice right now. We need to be aware that we can feel the way we want to feel no matter what's happening in the outside world. You don't have to match it and feel awful. In other words, you can learn to discriminate your own home frequency and keep choosing that over and over and over again. And when you do, after a while, your emotions start to rise to a higher level. In other words, you feel more loving, more tolerant, more compassionate. Then your mind rises to a higher level and you have better quality thoughts that might be you know, innovative, creative, generosity, you know, helping others, uh, and the whole quality of your life starts to improve. And then you have these major turnarounds often in people's lives where something that was very, very stuck suddenly just transforms into, like, their destiny. Well, and so often I think a lot of us feel like when we're on this growth path, it, it seems like if life does put us through the ringer, and you kind of say that in the book, too, that as we're going through this uh, personal and societal transformation of the intuition age, we do energetically and emotionally go through a lot of experiences, but we end up in that destination that we're going to be very excited about. Is it necessary to go through that kind of roller coastery feeling path? <laughs> Is that part of those processes or part of this um, frequency upgrade that we keep going through? I think it is right now. It may be that as more people go through it and get clear, then the next people in the next wave will get it much faster. 
But right now, just think, I mean, how many eons and lifetimes have we come into this world where it's been a world of hatred and violence and, and we have associations that are very unconscious about the way this world works and how people are. And it's, it's a habit we have, an unconscious habit of getting angry at people or defensive about ourselves. And, you know, we have a lot of kind of semi-violent ways of being in the world. And, and that's a time that we're, we're being asked to make choices and make changes. And you write that we are living in a time of transformation and that there's a difference between change and transformation. You have emboldened change plus the next dimension equals transformation. Mm-hmm. I'd like for people to know the difference between transformation, metamorphosis, and transmutation mm-hmm. so that they can understand what it is they're going through. Well, I think that there is a difference between simple change, which might be that you have a bunch of objects on a tabletop and you move them around into a different formation, but the same objects are still on the tabletop. Transformation or transmutation or any of those words, metamorphosis, has to do with the actual change of reality. From, for instance, you know, a line is, you know, two points with connected together, but when that changed to the plane where you have a square, there was an extra dimension added. And when that changed to the cube, there was an extra dimension added. And while you were, let's say, in the square, you couldn't even imagine what a cube would be like. You know, and we're now at the cube, <laughs> you know, we're in the three-dimensional world, about ready to add another dimension to things. And we can't quite imagine that. But it's what I think it is, is it's the spiritual realm. It's the way things work when we have expanded beyond just beyond the body. But that world is coming into and merging with our world. So the physical plane, the, the way that we know things to operate here is actually the rules are going to change. You know, we've been through an evolution process. It's been from the industrial age you know, before, which was very physical. It was all about the body, time and space and mechanical processes. That speeded up and turned into the information age as computers, the machines, you know, turned into computers and computers brought in information and that accelerated and we got the Internet and that accelerated and now we can't even process the amount of information we have in any kind of linear way. And you're about to experience a big identity shift. You'll discover how this identity shifts as we move from being a dot to a line to a cubic plane and asking the question of where are we going next. Are the frequencies calling you? If you'd like to make sense about what's going on in your world, if you're trying to find the right balance between will and trust in creating your life, everything is proceeding in right timing. And you can find out more about this from Penny Pierce. She is the author of Frequency. And because science has long taught us to rely on what we can see and touch, we often don't notice that our spirit, thoughts, emotions, and body are all made of energy. In Frequency, Penny Pierce shows you how to feel your personal vibration and work intentionally with energy to transform your life. You can connect with her and find out more at PennyPierce.com. P-E-N-N-E-Y-P-E-I-R-C-E. We'll be right back with Penny Pierce. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? 
Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Hi, this is Randall Libero, host of Spirit of Film Conversations. I hope you'll join me each week as I explore how movies and media are changing the way we think, live, relate, and dream. My program showcases today's independent and visionary filmmakers and their personal and artistic journey to bring their vision to the big screen, television, DVD, or streaming video on the Internet. We also cover subjects on new media and the Internet, tech news and developments in digital production, and about the groundbreaking ways people all over the world are creating a brighter future using the tools of streaming video, social media, and portable devices. So I hope you'll join me every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Also check out my website at spiritoffilm.net to find out more about the show and my guests each week. And thanks for listening to 7th Wave and Being the Change. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. This cubic three-dimensional world is where we live now. It's who we think we are and what we define as normal. The transformation of our world will become real when the next higher dimension, the fourth dimension, integrates with our cube reality. And you might think that the fourth dimension as the realm of the soul and the spirit. It's an experience rather than a place and where everything exists simultaneously in a unified field. Reality in the third and fourth dimensions blended, instead of thinking in linear cause and effect or angular shapes, we'll be able to think in spirals, and life will move in this oscillating wave-like shape. It will flow, and this is where we're headed. Elizabeth Jenkins, the director of the Wiracoca Foundation, said we must return to the ways of nature to receive illumination, to recognize the cosmic laws and our bodies as temples. Each person is a sacred temple. The altar of that temple is the heart. The fire of love, a reflection of the greater light, burns upon this altar. This light within must be acknowledged, cared for, and venerated. This is the religion of the sons of sun. Penny, in, in the frequency, you really, or frequency, not the frequency, you talk a lot about stages, about what this transformation process is that we're going through. And as I read through these different stages, 
I was literally looking at my life over the past few years. Every single step along the way, it was exactly depicted. It was amazing to me. So I'd love to briefly go over, if not all, some of these stages so that people can realize they're not being punished. It's not that <laughs> yeah. um, you know their world is the only world that's being hit by the lightning bolt, but this is something that we're all going through, and it is a natural process. Yes, and we're going through it individually and also societally. Yes. You know, you're seeing nations going through it and whole populations and corporations and organizations. Um, So the the process starts, I think, with this beginning interpenetration of the spiritual realm with the physical realm. And I'm not sure how that's happening. It's just that the, the vibrational rate of the physical plane, as it gets faster we're able to perceive the spiritual realm more. You know, we're just more in a coherence with that higher vibration. So it seems like it's coming in more. And this, you know, the symptoms of that had to be, you know, the early in the earlier years was a yearning for spirit, a lot of books coming out on, you know, angels and UFOs and all the higher life forms and non-physical life and life after death and, you know, all of that kind of... Um, what used to be supernatural, but now is people are wanting it to become normal. You know, it's coming right. in. And in that inner question of why am I here and what is this all about, and there's got to be more. Yes, there's got to be more. And, you know, the whole intuition development movement, when I first started, it was almost like a dirty word. You wouldn't say it in a corporation, you know. <laughs> and now it's, it's very common. But so that's the first stage where this acceleration is kind of taking hold of us and making us get really curious. And as then the body starts vibrating faster, it's like there there is no more really low vibration in the body. And all of our subconscious blocks and fears, which used to be able to be suppressed and denied, in other words, kind of pushed down and ignored, there was a place to store them. You know, it was a low-frequency place where you could ignore these things. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. The whole whole physical plane has gotten such a high vibration that that old storage level is gone. So those fears are now going off like popcorn. You know, it's like pop, pop, pop. They're coming up into the conscious mind. So and the that's the mind. angst and the irritation and that frustration that kind of is just well, there in the air that's that what you happens. Feel but as they come up, um, they're coming into your ordinary reality, into your daily life. And in society, it comes into current events. You know, mm-hmm. it's on the news. And when those things pop up, they reenact. You start to have memories or you start to have experiences that parallel old experiences that you didn't want to have to feel. And you, th- and you feel overwhelmed, and it's, it's fearful stuff, it's negative stuff that you didn't want to look at. So what happens at that point is that the body becomes very agitated, as you were saying, and it can be that um, it's a, a level of anxiety, it can be overheatedness, a lot of people are getting really hot, they're too electrical, they can't sleep at night, their heart is pounding, um, you know, they're getting rashes, <laughs> all kinds of strange symptoms 
That was interesting. Each step has its own physical symptoms as well, certain areas of the body or certain things that would affect us. Yes, and in behaviors, too. You know, there are certain behaviors that go along with each one. I've tried to outline as many as I could think of in the book. Um, But, you know, as the agitation of the body increases, you really think something's wrong with you, you know, and you don't realize that it's actually the beginning of a clearing process. And it's actually fairly healthy (laughs) if you relax and let the stuff come up and be able to be with it and clear it. So there are methods for doing that, of course. But so the typical response is that we don't want to look at it. We try to push it back down again. We try to avoid it. We don't want to look at it. But there's nowhere for it to go. So it pops back up again with greater force. Then we try to push it down again with greater force, and it pops up again with even greater force. So there's nowhere to hide. You know, this stuff is floating around in the air, in the ethers, and everybody's personal fears are coming up, and those are also societal fears. So it's kind of like we're walking around in a big, you know, sewage dump or something, you know, and it's awful. You know, it's hard to watch the news. Um, And so what happens is when we try to suppress all this stuff, we do it through fight-or-flight methodologies, and that's the, you know, the adrenaline, basically. It's, it's the fear response. You either run or you fight. And there are a lot of ver- varieties of these methods that we use. So, for instance, you know, if you're in a control mode or aggressive mode, that means you're fighting. You know, if you want to try to be the big authority figure and nothing bothers me, then you drive your huge SUV, you know, and drink a lot of coffee and, and nothing can touch me. Or, you know, you're, you just are invulnerable. Or if you go into the flight modality, um, you may, you know, literally leave your body and become dissociated or um, spacey, uh, go into addictions into, you know, various kinds of mental illness or give your authority away to parental authority figures like, you know, politicians. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. I, and it's very much that pebble rock boulder syndrome where you feel like you're being hit with things that are greater and greater, but all of that then helps us to look back inside and start really discovering what's going on but also releasing and shedding things that we no longer want or need in our lives. That's right. And there's, there are two choices at every stage along this way, and that is believe in yourself and your soul and in evolution and, and stay in your home frequency and, and keep opening your heart and embrace and engage with what's coming and understand it. Look for the understanding or go into fear and try to run away and negate it. And that avoidance stuff is just going to make the, the bad stuff stronger. You know, the contractions will get stronger. So eventually, if you keep avoiding it, the next stage is that you get exhausted. (laughs) You wear yourself out, you know, and often that comes along with things like disillusionment or hopelessness, depression. People are, oh, gosh, this is so complicated, so bad. We're never going to get through the financial crisis. We're never going to, you know, solve these energy problems and they they kind of give up. Now, that's not necessarily a negative thing, but that's the fear version. 
we have to stop at a certain point. After you, you know, are fighting so much, you either wear yourself out or you just realize, oh, this isn't doing any good and I'm at the end of progress. And that place of surrender, that that stopping point and that place of surrender is part of what helps us get to the place where we will discover something new. Well, that is the key turning point. Exactly. That just letting go and moving out of the left brain, which is very addicted to doing and having and having everything defined, and moving more to the right brain, the intuition, the heart, where you go... I'm just here, I'm being with what is, all is well, I don't have to know everything, just going to be quiet for a minute, you know, and then you sink down in to the world, into the moment, and if you can stay there for a little bit of time and kind of get saturated, then the voice of the soul emerges and it comes to you, and then you can feel who you really are, and that's the real transformation point where you see the difference between the old left-brain-dominated, you know, linear, willpower-based reality and the new one where everything's kind of magical, win-win-win. And this really is the journey of the soul. Penny Pierce describes in Frequency this being a nine-stage process that we all go through because the frequencies are calling us higher. Everything is changing. Our world vibrates at a frequency. We're moving into a new dimension that we can experience things in a greater degree. Our spirit merges with body, emotions, and mind, and then the frequency of life increases. This personal, collective, subconscious mind empties, and then we get to a place where we have to refortify, resist, and then we again resuppress. And this allows old structures to break down and dissolve. Finally, we stop, we let go, and we relax into our truer self. And this allows the reemergence into a world like the Phoenix. Relationships, family, and group experience are revolutionized, and enlightenment is grounded in every bit of matter. This is The Frequency by Penny Pierce. It is a wonderful new book that will allow you to find out about your personal vibration and your higher vibrations and how to navigate this world and tapping into the highest frequency possible. You can connect with Penny at pennypierce.com. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y, P-E-I-R-C-E. And also you can find out about some events that are taking place on our website, such as um, events at Kripalu in Boston, Massachusetts, taking place after mid-October. So you can check that out on her website. Definitely pick this up. This is going to let you in on a lot of secrets that have been held back, and you're going to start to realize that life is not the chaos that you think it is. It is actually a magical road that your soul is traveling. We'll be right back with Penny Pierce. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics 
of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Penny Pierce is an internationally respected clairvoyant, empath, and intuition development trainer who is known for her common sense approach to developing expanded human capacities, heightened perception, and spirituality. For over three decades, she has trained and counseled business and government leaders, scientists, psychologists, and those on the spiritual path. Penny's the author of numerous books, including Frequency and The Present Moment. You can find out more about her and some events coming up at pennypierce.com. And I'd like to urge you to get your copy in the book. You will discover that there are some messages that are placed there that have come through uh, her her frequency, her highest frequency. And she will mention to you that we all tap into the same place. There was one that touched me and I thought would be pretty relevant to what we're talking about over this hour. So I'd like to read this to you. And it's about moving smoothly through the vibrations. Take a deep breath. Sit back and allow these words to sink into your soul. Listen to the world. Sounds move from sources to ears. Dogs turn heads toward intruders. Dolphins move to schools of fish. Music pours from instruments. Stories flow from the mouths of teachers. There are insects clicking, thunder booming, mother-child whispering, groaning from effort, screaming from loss, shouting for victory. Listen to the layers of vibration. Feel them as tangible, impressing you, making you resonate. You are the wind. Now breeze. Now gust. Now storm. You are the light. Now white. Now rainbow. Now black. Now diamond and transparent. You are the wave of life. The going out. The coming back. The ballooning to unknown fullnesses. The disappearing into unknown pinholes. You don't want to stop, and you do want to stop. You think the rocking is you. You know the rocking is not all of you. Under surface vibrations, there is something inviting, something renewing, something supremely effective, something frightening at first. 
But the waves is where the quiet, where movement slows. No need to talk. Think a thought to someone and they think it too. Imagine a gift appearing in a friend's hands and it is there. No commotion of creation. Knowing and doing without so many waves. Can you feel how calm, how easy? The calmer you are, the faster and more accurately your intention translates. Below this place of calm translation, another place. No movement at all. Here is something pure, awareness, silence, profound peace, permeating, freeing, love, total understanding that surpasses and relieves the mind. No directionality, no force, no need. All acts of creation begin here and end here. Here you learn by being the universe. In any moment, you can descend through the frequencies into stillness. Your parts unify. Time stops and you think. Nothing is there. Penny, there are quite a few of these passages in there, and I didn't complete that entire one. Mm. But they are very deep passages, and and when I read through them, and, and hopefully when people heard some of that, you do sense the vibration of the words of what they're of what yes. they're stating. That 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 particularly, I was I was touched by uh, the line where it said the mother child whispering, and then the groaning from effort or the screaming from loss, and all of a sudden it wasn't a scream from loss, but it was actually the vibration. You could I could feel the ripples of it or see the ripples of it, and I think that's part of what this is. We are here really to experience ourselves and experience what's around us, the vibration, the five frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I put those sections at the end of every chapter because I wanted a difference for, for people to be able to experience the difference between left brain vibration, which is kind of the didactic part of the chapter, and then the right brain vibe, which is much a higher frequency in a certain way, you know, it's so, it just takes you into uh, other dimensions. And those pieces were written when I went, was in a, a higher frequency, I was in a, an altered state. Um, and even when I hear you read it, I go into the state, you know, it's just like I didn't even write it, I don't know who wrote it, you know, it was, it came through. And um, there, when I first wrote them, and then you, you're at the end of the chapter and you start reading it, if you're in that left brain mind they seem silly if you slow down then they seem profound yes and it's so weird you know you can the publisher wanted to take them all out and i said no no we have to keep them because this is a demonstration of the difference of what we're talking about and uh, it's it's really kind of i don't know it's an amazing thing to hear hear things differently well, and, and we are such in. a mental society, especially in this part of the world. We're mm-hmm. so in our heads, and we are always trying to figure things out rather than feeling things out. <laughs> and so allowing ourselves to slow down in this way, we do get more into that feeling place. And when we look at the experiences that go in on our lives, we have to go from that standpoint. I know a lot of people have experiences that they think they've healed through, that they think they're done with, and then something shows up again that either triggers that old wound or looks like that experience all over again. Mm-hmm. And they sit there dumbfounded, like, why is this showing up again? I thought I fixed this. But yeah. the cycles you well, mentioned, it's not that we just go through them one time and we're done. Yes, in these stages, <clears throat> we do 
we do go through them several times because there are layers of related incidents in our past that may all be connected to one core fear, let's say. And so you may have to take the lid off and then take the layers off one by one by one. And eventually you get through it and it's done. And at the same time, too, what I have discovered is that once you clear your own personal ownership of pain, you know, where you think it was all about you, and then you realize that, you know, you don't have to invest in pain and suffering, that it, you don't have to make it real with your attention, really, um, then you become kind of a white hole where the pain of the world can be cleared. And I think this is what saints always have done, you know. They clear themselves, and then they act as sort of weep holes or openings where the, the heart, their heart can eat pain and dissolve it. So you may keep, continue to get sudden feelings of contraction, uh, of upset, even though you've cleared yourself. But it's the collective pain and it's the same action that you've always done is just don't plug into it. Don't invest in it. Well, and that was part of what I got and part of the reason that I wanted to read that passage because it seems to me, and, and I could be wrong and please state it if it is because I want it to come across correctly to the listeners, it seems to me that we do rehash these experiences also for the sake of uh, discovering how to move from that mental set to that more feeling vibrational place and each time we do that we get to more of our feeling body and that allows us to move through the emotions and get to a place where we finally even surrender the emotions not a disconnecting from them but a surrendering to letting them wash in and out exactly yes and <clears throat> I think that there is a what a, a sort of a a teaching or a learning about the power of the present moment that we're all getting in that we have this idea about clearing ourselves that it's a, a linear process and remember we're moving out of linear reality into a kind of a all at once unified field you know everything in the present moment reality so that you know you have to be in therapy for 10 years and maybe it'll go away you know <laughs> but now if you keep coming into the present moment, like let's say you had abuse as a child or, or something, um, if you go into the memory of the abuse, you keep it alive. If you instead choose to unplug from that, like, you know, it's like a stereo headphone jack. You've got it plugged into the iPod, you know, that's got the abuse memories in it. And then it's whatever you give your attention to, you know, that becomes real. You give it life. So if you unplug... It doesn't mean you're avoiding it. It means that you're not feeding it. And instead, you move all your attention into the present moment, into your body, and into your home frequency, and you validate the fact that, hey, I'm a soul. I know what I'm doing. You know, some painful experience in my childhood didn't really affect me. I'm beyond that. And I'm a loving being, and I'm fine right now in this moment. I'm fine. Everything's fine. So you move into an awareness of the present moment and the harmony in the moment, and you validate that to the body. And then the body starts to go, oh, okay, so I'm fine. Then the old memory pattern comes up again, and the subconscious says, are you sure you mean it? 
you know, remember, we always did get very upset about being abused. And then you have to stop again and say, you know, no, we're not doing that anymore. I'm unplugging from that and I'm replugging into my home frequency. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Okay. My guest today is Penny Pierce. She is the author of Frequency, The Power of Personal Vibration. This book is beyond what the bleep do we know, and it continues where the secret left off. Your personal vibration or energy state is a blend of the contracted or expanded frequencies of your body, emotions, and thoughts at any given moment. The more you allow your soul to shine through you, the higher your personal vibration will be. Your personal vibration is affected by other people's vibrations and the vibrations of the world, yet Ultimately, how you want it to feel is your choice. It's time to come home. It's time to come home to your home frequency. We'll be right back with Penny Pierce. You can connect with her at pennypierce.com. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Suffering, even great physical pain and emotional loss, dissolves when you stop looking at it and for it. It disappears when you stop agreeing with it or fighting it. It becomes nothing when you cease to extract identity from it. This is one of the many beautiful passages in a book entitled Frequency, The Power of Personal Vibration, written by Penny Pierce, who is a pioneer in the field of intuition development and who leads us into new territory exploring the dynamics of energy, personal resonance, and accelerating ultrasensitivity. We have uh, in our last segment uh, just a short amount of time, and I have so much still that I want to cover, so we're going to touch on three very important points. One thing I'd like to touch on is numbers have frequency. And since this is 1111 Talk Radio and 1111 does kind of signify that gateway as we move into spiritual awakening, talk to me about your knowledge of the frequency of numbers or the significance of 11. Yeah, well I do a lot of work with numerology and numbers. They they speak to me very directly and I think that um you know 11 is is 
a high-inspired version of the idea of relationship. And it often has to do with um, soulmate relationship or communion rather than just relationship horizontally in the physical world. It has to do with vertical connection to higher dimensions. So when you have 11 and 11, there's a sense of, uh, you know, doubling that relationship of um, also it, 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 you know, it takes you into that level of 22, which is then the sacred level of structure and form. So it's like through communion and relationship with spirit, you create sacred structure and, and a physical plane that's based on spirit. So that's what that means to me. Well, that's wonderful. I appreciate that. And, and uh, I know that you were talking about the communion and a more spiritual type of relationship, but something that is really affecting a lot of people right now are their relationships in their real world, real, in, in their, um, we, we're going to say real time, although we know that this is not real time. Um, but, you know, what do we do with that? Because a lot of people are feeling the angst with their partners and not quite sure what to do and not sure whether to stay or go or or get that misconception of, well, I'm at a lower, higher vibration than he is. And oftentimes people look at it as good or bad rather than realizing it's just different. Yes. I think this is a time of, I call it frequency sorting. <laughs> you know, where you're saying, well, who matches me? Who, who's on my wavelength? And, uh, you know, a lot of times people are saying, even with their friends, that, They've been friends with people who've been negative for a long time and they've put up with it and then they just are at a point where I just don't want to do it anymore. And I see a lot of this where people are saying, you know, I've got to move on. Now, in personal relationships, the same kind of thing is happening. And there are many relationships where one person is really choosing to walk through the doorway into the new reality and they feel sometimes stuck but they know they want to move through the doorway. They just need to know how to do it and that they can go ahead and, and be quote-unquote selfish, <laughs> you know, and commit to themselves. And I always tell them, do that, because it's going to be that end up that you're going to be more generous to everyone else. You're going to be more helpful to everyone else. But if you sacrifice yourself, um, you, it's going to, you know, you're going to feel awful. Because the new reality, there's no self-sacrifice anymore. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help anyone else. If we're all interconnected, if someone's not flowing energy optimally, it, it doesn't serve everyone else around you. you know, well, let so. me ask you a question, Penny. So if there is a, per, a, a relationship, if a person has been in that and has been sacrificing uh, that is going to suppress them only if they identify with the sacrifice. If they maintain the relationship, but they can move beyond that just themselves with their own home frequency, because a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, I've got kids. I've got, yes. you know, I can't leave this relationship. I need to keep the family together. What do you say to those people? Well, I say go ahead and keep being yourself and move forward. See what the partner does and then open lines of communication so you're really sharing what's real for you so that you're saying, you know, we may have started off our relationship with this set of agreements, but I'm changing, and the agreements have to be renegotiated because I can't stay and be that same way anymore. I have to be more dynamic or more fulfilled or whatever. And then you have to wait and see if your partner will, you know, what kind of 
changes, what kind of decisions they make. That'll show you who they are. And at a certain point, it's pretty evident that you either can stay together and grow or that you're making different soul choices, that the other person might not be ready. They might be too afraid. And then if you stay, then you're sacrificing. Absolutely. And what about just in general feeling this evolutionary shift in the planet and societally with everything going on? How or what can you offer people to be the best ways to navigate this or the gentlest ways to help themselves? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's pretty overwhelming to watch the news and how negative things are getting with politics. And we have to see that this is a symptom of the clearing process at a collective level. Not to plug into it too much, but to keep your own process going, find friends that are on your same wavelength, start to develop new innovative ways of living and you know it's like let the energy rise up out of the cracks and and let the old dinosaur type you know structures fall apart because they're going to meanwhile there's new things that are going to be you know developing very quickly so it's like a a displacement you know one's coming up one's going down don't plug into the going down and don't get depressed. Stay positive in a sense of growth. That's the best way I know to get through with it. And you also talk and go through many exercises through the book to really help people navigate through things. And one of them that you talk about has to do with a light body. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that works? I wish we could take people through a process, but that's a good reason to go get the book, The Frequency. Yes, and, and the new, <laughs> to go get your copy. So if you well, could just you know, talk a little on that. Back by the way, which has just come out, has some free audio downloads, and, that, and this meditation is on those, so you, people can get them uh, from the Beyond Words website. But it's a, it's a process of imagining that you have a diamond light body that is the twin of your own physical self, but it has no blockages in it. It's just made of pure, transparent, glossy, clear light, it's all made of love and superconsciousness, and you imagine that that person who looks like you is standing behind your back, and he or she puts their hands on your shoulders, and as you feel that hand on your shoulder, you imagine it. You feel that clear, high vibration of your own diamond light, which is very close to the soul, and, and you adjust yourself toward it. And then you imagine that that light body steps inside of you from behind, very easily slides inside, and matches up with you part for part. So your diamond light heart comes into your physical heart, and your diamond light eyes come into your physical eyes, and your diamond light brain, you know, comes into your brain. And and just scan through your body. Your diamond light feet come into your feet. And that body knows exactly what it's doing. So, you know, let it take over. And then you say to it, you know, wow, I don't really know what I'm doing right now, but I know you do. So please teach me and fall into it, surrender into it, and let it come through you and take over and, and sort of reprogram you, you know, with, with higher knowledge. And just sit with it for a while like that and saturate. And then it's a certain way of getting back into your home frequency. You know, and identifying yourself properly as the soul and not as the ego. 
Are the frequencies calling you? Are you ready to identify with your home frequency? Are you ready to release the blocks that are keeping you from allowing your life to flow forward and allowing you to really step into that place where you know more fully and more confidently who you are, why you are, and what you're supposed to do next? My guest today has been Penny Pierce, and she has written the book Frequency, The Power of Personal Vibration. I urge you to get your copy, uh, access the free downloads. If you have the opportunity, go to her website and check out the calendar um, starting mid-October and beyond. She's going to be at Kripalu doing quite a few different things, and so you can access this information and really support yourself as the world, society, and you go through the changes and the transformation that the the universe is calling us all to come into. Thank you so much, Penny, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It has been a wonderful time. Oh, it's been a pleasure for me. Thank you so much. Next week we'll be talking to Dr. Rashid Batar about toxicity and what we need to do in this environment and in the things that are going on in our world to help us stay cleansed so that our bodies and our minds and our spirits can move to optimal levels. So I hope that you'll join me. Until next time, be well. I'm Simran Singh. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.